Hello again, this is Daniel J. Hogan, and welcome to the Magic of Airy podcast, brought to you by MagicAvery.com. In our last episode, the hunter Zeroth finally caught up with Steve, Uncle Shameless, and Era. Zeroth was able to capture Steve and Era, but Uncle Shameless started to put up a fight. One of Uncle Shameless's attacks was blocked when Zeroth produced a shield, seemingly from nowhere. And now, the next fantastic episode of The Magic of Airy. The Magic of Eric, the podcast, written and produced by Daniel J. Hogan, based on the novel The Magic of Eric by Daniel J. Hogan. To learn more about the novel, please visit magicaberry.com or danieljhogan.com. And remember, Harry is spelled E-Y-R-I. Episode number 14, Round 2. Now what's happening? Steve asked Era. He was still bound by the hunter's bolas and unable to see the fight. Well, the hunter just pulled out a shield from under his cloak and... He what? He pulled out a shield. A rather large one, too. I don't know where he was hiding it. Steve shook his head in disbelief as best he could since he was still lying on his side and tied up. He was positive he would have noticed a large shield hidden on Zero's body, as the Birdman was not that bulky. Steve pushed aside that paradox for a moment. Now what? Steve asked as he heard a series of loud clangs. Your uncle keeps trying to punch the hunter, and the hunter keeps blocking the punches with his shield. Steve let out a loud sigh. Era watched Uncle Shameless repeatedly punch Zero's mysterious shield. Your uncle isn't a quick learner, is he? His heart is in the right place. I just wish his brain was. Zero did not know why, but it seemed that the human's punches were growing weaker and weaker. The first batch had left noticeable dents in the shield, but now the shield was barely flexing under the blows. The crafty hunter decided to exploit this opportunity. A very exhausted Uncle Shameless wound up one more punch and threw it towards Zero. The hunter sidestepped and bonked Uncle Shameless hard on the head with his heavy shield. Uncle Shameless turned to face Zero and appeared very cross. Zero thought his plan had backfired. But, after a quick stagger, Uncle Shameless's eyes rolled back and he folded like a card table. <gasps> oh, uh-oh. What do you mean, uh-oh? Your uncle is... Down for the count. Zeroth said smugly as he approached the pair. He less than gently pulled Era and Steve into sitting positions. The boy could see that Zeroth had tied Uncle Shameless up with several lengths of chain. Like the shield, their origin was a mystery. Zeroth walked back to Uncle Shameless and dragged him over to the others. The hunter retrieved his shield and pulled back part of his cloak to reveal a small leather pack at his side. What happened next broke every law of science Steve had ever learned, and he had learned quite a few, even the unpopular ones. Zeroth opened the top of the pack, the size of a small loaf of bread, and proceeded to shove the much larger shield into it. Steve's eyes bugged out as he watched the large shield quickly disappear into the blackness of the tiny pack. Zeroth snapped the lid of the pack closed like nothing out of the ordinary had happened. Impossible! Look! 
It isn't my fault your uncle is a lousy fighter. No! The shield! The, the pack! How? The boy felt like all of his knowledge of science was now completely worthless. Zeroth shrugged. Well, I'm no wizard. All I know is that it holds as much as a room. Pretty handy, actually. Especially for smuggling. <laughs> Steve stammered, sounding like a chatty parrot caught in an earthquake. <laughs> Stuff just goes in, and when I want something out of it, I just stick my hand in and think of it. Easy. Where did you get something like that? From some fella on a quest. Zeroth reminisced with a sly smile. As I recall, he was rather... reluctant to give it up. You are listening to the Magic of Airy podcast, a free audiobook podcast by Daniel J. Hogan, available at magicofairy.com and through the iTunes Music Store. Zeroth finished tying up the trio with a series of ropes and chains he produced from his science-defying pack. With his quarry properly detained, Zeroth fished around in his pack for a signal stone. He hurled it a few yards away, cracking it open against the trunk of a brittle tree. A dark, yellow column of smoke began slowly snaking its way through the canopy of sickly trees. The smell, however, moved considerably faster. Steve choked on the vile fumes, and his eyes began to water. Yuck! That's disgusting! Era added as the tendrils of stench wove around her. Uh, Jimmy? Is that you? Uncle Shameless mumbled as he began to come around. Quiet down. Zeroth ordered as he did his best not to inhale the rancid fumes. What was that? Ugh. Zeroth held his scarf over his beak. It's a signal stone, so the rest of my band knows where I am. The rest of your... Band? What are you, musicians? No, we're a band of hunters, not musicians. There are more of you? There are three of us. We're called the Five. Wait a minute. Why are you called the Five if there are only three of you? Yeah, well, Cam was never that good at counting. Why'd you come after us anyway? I'm a hunter. I was paid to find you. Nothing personal. Do you know why you were paid to find this boy? Era asked as she fought against the ropes restraining her. Zero stretched and scratched his neck. No, and I don't care. I don't ask questions about prey. Look at this boy. Doesn't he look odd to you? Hey! Zero decided to humor the chatty pelican and studied the boy. He certainly did look odd, the birdman thought. His clothes were not typical human clothes. And then there were his odd shoes with numbers printed on the bottom. He dresses funny. What of it? Haven't you ever heard of the prophecy? Aren't they the band of hunters out of Ener? No, wait, wait. I'm thinking of prophets, prophets. No! The prophecy! Zeroth narrowed his eyes as he searched his memory. This, the prophecy business, sounded familiar. He seemed to remember Cam going on and on about that one night over a fire. The dear man was full of knowledge regarding folklore and myths, although Zeroth often thought he was just full of something else. <sighs> Too bad Cam isn't here. Ah, oh, miss me already? 
You are listening to the Magic of Airy podcast, a free audiobook podcast by Daniel J. Hogan. Copies of the original novel can be purchased through magicofairy.com and amazon.com. You can also download a PDF of the entire novel for only $3.75. Visit magicofairy.com for more details. And remember, Airy is spelled E-Y-R-I. Zero snapped to attention as Cam and Arbel emerged from a nearby group of trees. The old hunter walked steadily towards Zero, bow in hand. Behind him, Arbel walked silently, his gigantic crossbow at the ready. Surprised at the elderly deer's quick appearance, Zero said, That was fast. Bah! Cam mumbled as he came to a stop next to his second in command. I knew which way these guys went right from the get-go. Steve thought he saw Arbel give Cam a nasty look. At least as nasty a look an overgrown morning dove could give someone. Before Zeroth could ask how he knew where to go, Cam pointed to his graying snout. Yep, I smell from the start. Humans tend to stick out when it comes to smells. Especially that one. Cam pointed at Uncle Shameless. (laughs) He's got that right. Why didn't you say something? Don't give me that. You know you wanted to tangle with that superhuman yourself. I saw it in your eyes. I just gave you the chance. Who is this superhuman you were talking about? Once again, Cam pointed a furry finger at Uncle Shameless. Ham? Believe it, kid. Uncle Shameless slowly opened his eyes and focused on Cam. Uh, you're a deer. (laughs) You're pretty terrific yourself, Cam joked. Steve and Zeroth both groaned. Zeroth pointed his sword at Steve. The pelican says there's something odd about this boy. Besides the way he dresses? Hey! Something about a prophecy. Ah, forget that. I'm more worried about prophets, see? (laughs) Steve sighed, growing tired of Cam's bad jokes. Somebody shoot me now. Please. Arbel. Not recognizing the boy's sarcasm, stared at Steve with cold, dark eyes and aimed his crossbow. Cam swung his bow, knocking Arbel's massive weapon away before the morning dove could shoot. Arbel, remind me to give you a raise so you can buy yourself a sense of humor. Era scooted around on the ground until she was able to face Cam. Not just a prophecy. The prophecy. What is it with the weather today? Cam, do you know what? Cam? Cam's eyes widened and his furry hands shook as he looked over Steve once more. Is this... the boy? I have a name. He is. Look at his neck. Cam kneeled and reached for the blue heron amulet around Steve's neck, but stopped just as the amulet began to glow light blue. Cam pulled back his shaking hand and stood up as quickly as he could. The amulet stopped glowing. Let him go. Arbel and Zeroth both looked at their leader, confused by the order. Bad for business. Arbel snapped coldly with a shake of his head. Zeroth couldn't remember the last time he had heard Arbel speak. I said let him go, but... Cam snorted and pushed Zeroth aside as he pulled out a long knife from his belt and began cutting the ropes holding Steve and Era. Cam, come on! What's going on? The prophecy! 
Cam yelled as he helped Eris stand before moving on to Steve. What's so important about it? It says that he will... Yarg. Yarg. What are you talking? Zero's words trailed off as he watched Cam fall to the forest floor. Arbo swung his spent weapon onto his back, pulled out a small handheld crossbow, and aimed it at Steve. You're not going anywhere. Arbel ordered, the cold words oozing out of his beak. Zeroth kneeled next to Cam and yelled, What did you do? Arbel did not answer. He pulled back in the lever of his repeating crossbow, shooting a small arrow in the Zeroth's sword arm and readying another shot with the same motion. Arbel! Zeroth hissed as he covered the wound with his other hand. Arbel walked over and kicked Zeroth in the face, knocking him to the forest floor alongside Cam. Arbel loaded another harmful bolt into his colossal crossbow. Steve was frozen by fear, not knowing what to do. Cam had freed him and Era, but Uncle Shameless was still wrapped in chains. Steve figured that the three of them could at least run away, but was worried about Arbel shooting them in the back, as he had Cam. The wind started to pick up, blowing leaves and the smell of the signal stones around everyone. The twins! Steve did not know who the twins were, but he had a feeling he wasn't going to like them. The boy looked down at Cam. The old hunter met the boy's gaze and spoke softly. Run! What? I said, run! Cam yelled as he rolled with all his remaining strength and stabbed Arbel in the foot with an arrow. As the injured dove man howled, Steve and Era ran off. Uncle Shameless, still chained up around his arms, did the best he could to follow. Zeroth picked himself up and tackled Arbel as the traitor tried to free his foot. Zeroth yelled, his eyes flashing red with rage as he did his best to pummel Arbel with one good arm. Suddenly, the wind picked up again, and a ghostly white cloud shot through the air towards Zeroth. Saucer-like eyes flashed for a moment in the cloud as Delu, or perhaps Uled, solidified long enough to kick Zeroth in the beak before reverting back to mist. The blow knocked Zeroth off of Arbel, giving the morning dove enough time to painfully remove the arrow from his foot. The cloud, now joined by its twin, circled around the hunters before finally solidifying. The sickly twins stood to their full height and surveyed the scene before them. Uled, or maybe Delu, looked at Zeroth and shook his head. We should have known you turn against us. This wasn't planned. So it would seem. Delu said as he looked over each of the three hunters' wounds. But it is still treacherous. Zeroth slowly got up and reached inside his cloak for a sword, but stopped after Arbel aimed a small crossbow at him. The morning dove gestured for Zeroth to put his hands up. How could you? Zeroth said to Arbel, even though his eyes were on Cam. The old deer had not moved since stabbing Arbel in the foot, but Zeroth thought he could just barely see Cam breathing. Arbel stared into Zeroth's eyes without blinking and did not answer. Zeroth narrowed his eyes at Arbel. You miserable. He was cut off by Arbel firing an arrow just inches away from his head. Enough, you dove. Bring back the humans. We'll handle this one. This concludes today's episode of The Magic of Aerie. Make sure to join us again next time. Can Zeroth handle the Raven Twins? Will Arbel shoot anyone else? Will Steve, Uncle Shameless, and Era escape? 
find out in the next exciting episode of The Magic of Airy. The copyright of this episode was October 22nd, 2009. Help support this podcast by donating on the website using the PayPal donate button. The Magic of Airy, the podcast, written and produced by Daniel J. Hogan. This podcast was produced in GarageBand and Audacity on a Mac. Some sound effects and music are provided by freesound.org. Other sound effects and music provided by GarageBand. For more information or to buy a copy of the original novel, please visit magicofairy.com or danieljhogan.com. And remember, Airy is spelled E-Y-R-I. And as always, thanks for listening.